Welcome to Peter Navarro's Taking Back Trump's America podcast. Peter Navarro is one of the only three senior White House officials who remained with President Trump from the 2016 presidential campaign to the end of his first term in office. Under President Trump, Peter Navarro was the director of the Office of Trade and Manufacturing Policy, where he served as the policy coordinator for the Defense Production Act during the pandemic. Peter Navarro was the principal architect of Trump's tariff, trade, and tough-on-China policies. And now, without any further ado, Peter Navarro's taking back Trump's America. Delighted to have learned about Sherwood TV and to have them as a sponsor. One of the worst things about the Biden-Fauci regime has been this forced vaccination policy, plus the elimination of hydroxychloroquine as a possible treatment for the Chinese Communist Party virus. Check out Sherwood.tv. That's Dr. Sherwood. You don't have to worry about any vaccination pressures. Find out how Dr. Sherwood might help with your health needs in these very difficult times. So go to Sherwood.tv. That's Sherwood.tv. I've spent years as a macroeconomic forecaster, and there's a really strong relationship between inflation and using gold as a hedge. And gold can be a really important part of your portfolio. It's not for day traders. It's not something you get in and get out of. But if you want it as part of the anchor of your portfolio, go to bh-pm.com, Beverly Hills Precious Metal. They will help out in terms of your needs. Uh, it's a big choice you have to make. Do your homework. But if you want gold, bh-pm.com. It's a great place to go. I'd love to stay in touch with you. Go to peternavarro.com. That's peternavarro.com. Sign up for my newsletter and you'll have a chance to get a free autographed copy of my book and a chance to meet me at General Flynn's Reawaken America Tour. That's peternavarro.com. We'll see you in virtual space. Hi, I'm Peter Navarro. It's March 1st, 2023. And in this edition of the Taking Back Trump's America podcast, I'm going to share with you an extended passage from my Taking Back Trump's America book regarding both the original source of COVID-19 as well as the role Dr. Anthony Fauci played in assisting communist China in creating a deadly bioweapon. I'm offering you this passage in light of the latest report from the Biden regime finally acknowledging that the communist China Fauci virus originated in a bioweapons lab in Wuhan, China. My, my response to this latest news, by the way, was straight out of the movie Casablanca. Rick, I'm shocked. The fact is that I was the first White House official to call out communist China for releasing the virus from the Wuhan lab, either accidentally or on purpose. Think about that. I made that call on Maria Bartiromo's Sunday Morning Futures Fox show in April of 2020. It's almost three years ago. And our government continues to refute, to state the obvious, and hold communist China accountable. At any rate, to set the scene for my reading from Taking Back Trump's America, I'm going to begin with a brief comment on my first showdown with Fauci in the iconic White House Situation Room over the proposed travel ban on communist China. But first, this quick biographical note with a little help from my friends. 
Did you know that in addition to being President Trump's chief China hawk and top trade czar, Peter Navarro was the only senior White House advisor to publicly challenge the lies of Dr. Anthony Fauci. In fact, Peter's first encounter with Fauci was in the iconic Situation Room, where Peter successfully beat back Fauci's attempts to block President Trump's travel ban on China, a ban that would save hundreds of thousands of American lives. Peter will not rest until Fauci is held accountable for helping communist China spawn the deadly COVID virus in a bioweapons lab in Wuhan, China. Now, the reading. Fauci had gone on record just a few days earlier insisting that the virus from communist China was, in his words, a very, very low risk and therefore nothing to worry about. Perhaps not surprisingly, when Fauci strode into the Situation Room that day, he was adamantly against slapping a travel ban on communist China, insisting repeatedly that, quote, travel bans don't work, unquote. At least on that day, I would beat back Fauci's resistance to the travel ban, and President Trump would wind up saving millions of American lives with his quick, early, and decisive action. But here is the real Fauci lie of omission point. We now know that when Fauci walked into the Situation Room, at literally the dawn of the pandemic on January 28, 2020, Fauci likely already knew at least six stunning facts that would make Fauci himself complicit in the looming pandemic. These facts included, one, the SARS-CoV-2 virus almost certainly did not come from nature. Two, China's virus almost certainly came from the Wuhan Institute of Virology. Three, the Wuhan Institute of Virology had received substantial funding from Fauci and his bureaucracy within the National Institutes of Health, NIH. Four, Fauci's NIH funding had been specifically used in Wuhan to conduct so-called gain-of-function experiments that can transform harmless bat viruses into human killers like COVID-19. Five, SARS-CoV-2 was, in all probability, genetically engineered using Fauci's gain-of-function technologies. And six, the Wuhan lab doubled as a bioweapons lab for the People's Liberation Army. Therefore, the virus itself may have been intentionally designed as a bioweapon. At this critical time, Fauci was also acutely aware that he himself along with National Institutes of Health Director Francis Collins, had gone behind the back of the Trump White House to lift the ban on gain-of-function experiments in 2017. That ban had been imposed by the Obama administration in 2014 after a series of dangerous accidents that should have warded Fauci off from the dangerous game of God he was playing. Instead, after the ban was lifted, Fauci promptly began funding additional gain-of-function experiments at the Wuhan lab, experiments that likely led directly or indirectly to the pandemic. Put all these facts together, and Tony Fauci had, on the day he walked into the Situation Room on January 28, 2020, both a moral and ethical obligation, as well as a duty to his country to disclose all these facts, both to the President and the White House Coronavirus Task Force. 
Instead of coming clean, the not-so-good Dr. Fauci would engineer an elaborate cover-up designed to advance a virus-from-nature theory and thereby hide his own possible role as the godfather of the pandemic. Fauci would engineer this cover-up with the help of a corrupt bureaucratic cutout named Peter Daszak of the EcoHealth Alliance and a group of scientists, including Christian Anderson, Robert Gary, and Michael Farzan. These cover-up artists had received substantial NIH funding through the largesse of Tony Fauci prior to the pandemic. And once that cover-up was executed, these scientists would receive tens of millions of dollars more in hush money grant funding. How these highly educated elites look themselves in the mirror, I simply cannot comprehend. Now, here's why Fauci's lie of omission and subsequent cover-up was so despicable and damaging to the boss's re-election prospects. If Fauci had simply come clean, President Trump would have demanded that President Xi Jinping and the Chinese Communist Party immediately reveal the truth about the virus and, most importantly, release the original genome of the virus that had been genetically engineered. I cannot overstate how important the single act of transparency on the part of Communist China would have been. Quasi-vaccines that have been developed by corrupt big pharma companies like Pfizer to fight the Wuhan virus have turned out to be both primitive and dangerous instruments. These mRNA quasi-vaccines are not true and safe vaccines like those for smallpox and polio, but, as Robert Malone and I have explained, merely leaky and non-durable gene therapy technologies with a wide range of very dangerous side effects, which, by the way, Pfizer and the FDA were well aware of but have hid from the American public. If, on the other hand, with the benefits of the original genome, we had known from the beginning what we were up against, our vaccine strategy would have been far more complex, effective, and safe. Millions of lives around the world could have been saved. Our economy would not be in such great distress. Communist China would not be using the pandemic so effectively to advance its military and geopolitical interests. We would have already reached herd immunity and the pandemic would likely effectively be over. Okay, that's the end of my reading from Taking Back Trump's America. Please consider going to Amazon right now and getting your own copy of Taking Back Trump's America, either in the print or audio edition. This book has become both a blueprint and battle cry for the modern mega movement, and my mission in that book and in this podcast is to put Donald John Trump back in the White House come January 2025. You can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts, and it would be helpful if you give a review as it helps spread the word. For now, Peter Navarro, out with this message from our sponsors. Hey, Peter, this is very serious business you're talking about, but can I interrupt you with another important message? Sure, Pixie, what's up? Simply that Mike Lindell's new MyPillow 2.0 is the best. You will consistently get a great night's sleep, and MyPillow 2.0 is so soft and supportive at the same time. So get your MyPillow 2.0 today at MyPillow.com. And don't forget to add promo code NAVARRO. That's MyPillow.com, promo code NAVARRO. 
And if you buy your MyPillow today, it's buy one, get one free with promo code NAVARRO. Delighted to have learned about Sherwood TV and to have them as a sponsor. One of the worst things about the Biden-Fauci regime has been this forced vaccination policy, plus the elimination of hydroxychloroquine as a possible treatment for the Chinese Communist Party virus. Check out Sherwood.tv. That's Dr. Sherwood. You don't have to worry about any vaccination pressures. Find out how Dr. Sherwood might help with your health needs in these very difficult times. So go to Sherwood.tv. That's Sherwood.tv. I've spent years as a macroeconomic forecaster, and there's a really strong relationship between inflation and using gold as a hedge. And gold can be a really important part of your portfolio. It's not for day traders. It's not something you get in and get out of. But if you want it as part of the anchor of your portfolio, go to bh-pm.com, Beverly Hills Precious Metal. They will help out in terms of your needs. Uh, it's a big choice you have to make. Do your homework. But if you want gold, bh-pm.com. It's a great place to go. I'd love to stay in touch with you. Go to peternavarro.com. That's peternavarro.com. Sign up for my newsletter and you'll have a chance to get a free autographed copy of my book and a chance to meet me at General Flynn's Reawaken America Tour. That's peternavarro.com. We'll see you in virtual space.